New Zealand, our hearts are with you during this very, very difficult time. What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. going on everybody so i would say a brand new week but it's really not this is me just getting some housework done from last week right but welcome to the show and if this is your first time visiting with me welcome to the show welcome to the party and the irony about this party is we are covering this week thor ragnarok who is directed by taika waititi taika waititi just happens to hail from New Zealand. And he um, was one of many, many of the Hollywood community to come out and condemn these this mass shooting at the mosques in, in Christchurch. Taika Waititi's statement was on Twitter and it said, My heart is broken. My country is weeping and so am I. I am dying knowing that this kind of hatred can happen in my homeland. All my love goes out to Christchurch, the victims, the families, the Muslim community, and all who have chosen our islands as their home. This is not us. We also had uh, words from Russell Crowe, who said, My heart breaks for all the families involved. And for the beautiful people of New Zealand, to whose hearts this pain will attach for a long time. Kia kaha. And then Sam Neill wrote, This beyond grotesque, horrific white supremacist terrorist crime in our, your little country, with love and heartbreak to the Muslim community of Aotearoa. I, I destroyed that. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce it. We are with you. You are us. We are all New Zealanders. They are us. Kia kaha. We weep together. You see that there is an outpouring of love and support for the members of uh, the New Zealand Muslim community. And in fact, New Zealand all together. Just much, much love and support. Um, this gunman was a 28-year-old Australian. I won't even say his name because he doesn't deserve that. But he was arrested and charged with murder. And according to news reports, he live-streamed himself via a head-mounted camera online, firing at worship worshippers inside the Al-Nur Mosque. Before I move on and, and jump more into our movie of the week, Thor Ragnarok. I just want to read for you the statement put out by the uh, President of the United States. And I'm reading from uh, USA Today. The headline says, Donald Trump 
the White House condemned New Zealand mask, I mean, I'm sorry, New Zealand mosque shooting in Christchurch. If you will allow me to read for you, to read for you the, the statement from the President of the United States. My warmest sympathy and best wishes goes out to the people of New Zealand after the horrible massacre in the mosques. 49 innocent people have so senselessly died, with so many more seriously injured. The U.S. stands by New Zealand for anything we can do. God bless all. Does anybody else find anything kind of wrong with that statement? Well, first of all, I think that if some terrorist from a whole different country mentioned me in their manifesto as a person who kind of inspires them just a little, if I were mentioned in a fucking manifesto, (laughs) if I were mentioned in a fucking manifesto by a fucking terrorist, I would make sure 100% certain that any statement that I put out would denounce terrorism and white supremacy and white nationalism. I would separate myself so far, so far from any of those groups. I would denounce those groups and I would condemn those actions as an act of terrorism. I did not hear either one of those things. In fact, the president of the United States stated that white nationalism is not uh, on the rise globally. You got people from fucking Australia pulling off white supremacist shootings, terroristic acts in New Zealand of all fucking places that never has any crime. You got this happening. And you say that this is what an anomaly? I, I sometimes I don't know, man. I try to stay so neutral. I try to stay so neutral, but this fucker is making it hard. All right. So now that I've gotten that off my chest, thank you. Thank you for bearing with me. Thor Ragnarok. It was released November 3rd, 2017. The director, as stated before, was Taika Waititi. The budget for this movie was $180 million and the box office returned $854 million. Damn close to a billion. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes thought it was certified fresh. (laughs) I said it differently this time. It was a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. And 74% from Metacritic. This was the best of the Thor movies. I don't think that there's anybody who would disagree. In fact, I know that there are people who will disagree. And they say that Thor was ruined by this movie. Oh, he's been made comedic relief and all of this. Chris Hemsworth had fun on set. Idris Elba had fun on set. A lot of these actors and actresses said that the director, Taika Waititi, actually made going to work fun. 
He had a great time on set. He enjoyed what he looks at as development of his of his character's uh, personality. This is Chris Hemsworth I'm speaking of. And you know, I don't see how you can argue with that. We saw Thor's complete personality. He was more than just this stoic Norse figure. He was multifaceted. We got to see so much more of him. And I, for one, thoroughly enjoyed it. In fact, we would be talking about Thor Ragnarok if 2018 never happened. Because 2018 gave us Black Panther and then Infinity War. And then the conversation about Thor Ragnarok stopped. But where we sh- what we should have been saying is... Marvel been on a fucking roll ever since Thor Ragnarok. You know, everything. Those the, the the wheels grinding. Thor Ragnarok was a beast of a movie. Like I said, it it allowed Chris Hemsworth to show some range. We had Kate Blanchett as Hella, and I think she did a remarkable job with that character. We got to see uh, Loki playing off of Thor. They were both well-rounded personalities. We had already seen uh, Loki's personality. We know that Loki has a duality about himself that is that was sometimes aggravating and sometimes endearing. So uh, we've been seeing that with Loki. Now we just got to see so much more of Thor. And I guess he and Tessa Thompson made just such a, a great combination that they put them back together for uh for men in black so there's that <laughs> there's just so much to love about this movie uh jeff goldblum come on that's a legend jeff goldblum is a fucking legend and secretly secretly i have had a crush on jeff goldblum for probably the better part of two decades like when I see him my whole inside just smiles I just yeah so it's not quite the same thing that happens when I see Benedict Cumberbatch it is different but Jeff Goldblum just brings me so much freaking joy you know he looks like he has the most fun ever nobody has more fun than Jeff Goldblum on a movie set in fact Jeff Goldblum is the center of whatever movie set he is on the rest of the set just revolves around him he is that great iconic of a presence and personality and if you don't like Jeff Goldblum there you probably worship Satan okay moving on Idris Elba was, had always, always, always been looking for more to do. We know what kind of actor Idris is. We know what he is capable of. I mean, that's that's DJ Big Drees. Yeah, DJ Big Drees. Y'all know he's a DJ, right? And a rapper, right? Y'all know he's Stranger motherfucking Bell, right? From The Wire, right? Y'all know that he is DCI, John motherfucking Luther from the BBC series, Luther, right? 
Y'all know he played whoever that bad guy was in Star Trek Beyond, right? And what we had him doing in the MCU. What do we have him doing? Standing and just watching. That's how he ain't been part of the action. As a matter of fact, the most that we know is that he's supposed to be able to see all of the nine realms, but he always missed somebody fucking coming to Asgard to infiltrate or do some fucked up kind of shit. He always misses it. That's what we got Idris motherfucking Elba doing in the MCU until Taika Waititi. So he had something to do. He he had a bigger part to play in this movie. Even though it was still a small part, it was bigger than what he had been doing, right? Not just standing there, looking. I can stand and look. How much money would I get paid to just stand and look? But anyway. So we know the premise of the movie. Thor was imprisoned on the planet Sakaar. He was racing against time to get back to Asgard and stop Ragnarok which would be the destruction of his world at the hands of the powerful and ruthless villainess and also his sister that he never knew existed, Hela. So, on Sakaar, he's forced to fight in these gladiator-type fights. And who is he fighting? Who was who he fighting? The Hulk. That's right. So his, you know, hilarity ensues because like he said, this is my friend from work, except for the Hulk is like, I'm not your friend. And he was really trying to beat his ass. (laughs) And we know that if things went the way they typically would in like the comic books, they would still be fighting or either Thor would have killed, I mean, uh, Hulk would have killed Thor by now. But because it's a movie, Thor, I mean, uh, Hulk doesn't just keep getting angry and keep getting angry until he uh, explodes, <laughs> you know, so he, he kind of could lose a round. And we've seen him lose a couple of rounds now. We saw him lose this round against Thor and we saw him lose his round against Thanos, but that's coming. We'll talk about that in a couple weeks. We're going to talk right now about Thor. We also saw Hulk because they can't do this Hulk movie. It's just, just universal. Universal is like, no, we're not about to make this easy for you guys at all. So Universal would have to distribute the movie and you know who wants to put their fate in another distributor's hands. So Marvel has been basically rounding out Hulk's character arc in other characters' movies. Which I'm all good with that. I'm good with that. But in this movie, we actually got to see more of the Hulk persona. In fact, Hulk had been in control for like two years. So two years, no David Banner. Why do I keep calling this man David Banner? I'm thinking of the TV show from the 70s and I'm really dating myself right now because I bet you it ain't too many more of you that remember that TV show from the 70s. But anywho, Hulk had been out for two years so no Bruce Banner just Hulk and he seemed very very juvenile not even juvenile juvenile would be like uh, probably eight to ten years old I'm talking this is like a toddler he was like a big oversized baby he would have little tantrums and 
we're learning that that the Hulk is just a kid. He's a kid. Yeah, so part of him wants to assert his dominance, but that's what little kids do. Little kids want to be independent of the parent figure, but they want the parent figure to be close enough that if something were to happen, they could they can hurry up and get go back and be protected by the parent. They want just enough independence to feel big. Except for the Hulk is big. And his independence, he wants to be able to get away from Banner and still feel kind of protected. He's an infant. He's a kid. Gosh, I can't explain it no other way. And if it became very apparent that he's a kid in this movie, he was just a big freaking kid. You know the movie, like the back of your hand, I'm sure. Probably just as well as I do. And honestly, I went to see this movie multiple times because it was an absolute great movie. It was great. I don't remember if I had any huge issues with this movie when I first went to go see it because I left the movies feeling so good. It was such a good movie. I guess the only thing like the where the suspension of disbelief would be is that, okay, you were able to incapacitate Thor with these discs to his neck. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know that that'd be able to happen. (laughs) But okay, it obviously did. So if that worked once, why not just keep doing it? Why not just keep bringing these things or continuously have a endless supply of those bitches on you so that if he were to get the one out and you would have to, you would be able to put another one in. But that's just me. And then the second thing, the second thing is what kind of movie did y'all really want it to be? (laughs) You know, I enjoyed what it turned out to be. But it is two distinct type, different types of energies coming. You had the energies from when we first got Hela to Asgard and kill, 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 destroy, destroy, destroy. And a couple little jokes. But then you had the energy of the second half of the movie, or I'll say the, the, uh, the second third of the movie. That was a little jokey funny. That's all. I, I, and I wasn't beefing. I'm not beefing. I enjoyed the movie. So if I had that, that was me. If I had to choose what was wrong with this freaking movie, that would be it. I don't think I got anything else. I don't know, you know. But those two things bothered me. Yeah, the movie had a, a lot of different underlying messages. So for all those people who think that Marvel movies never have messages, that's because you don't think enough. And you watch this movie. You know, I don't smoke weed. I'm not telling you what to do. But sometimes you need to open your mind. Take a little couple puffs of some you-know-what and just sit back and think about this movie, about how many different themes are involved in this movie. That I could just pull out from uh, and and place into the forefront of the movie. And you'd be like, oh yeah, they was talking about that. Like uh, Thor. Thor could have benefited from his privilege 
forever and ever and ever. But instead, he allowed he allowed Asgard to be burned to the ground rather than continue to benefit off of the horror, a horrible way that it was built. It was built from other civilizations and killing them. And even though uh, Odin realized the error of his ways, stopped, turned, and, and started going a different direction, becoming the protector of these realms, he's no longer conquering realms. You see where I'm going, right? Right? I know you do. He's no longer conquering realms. So now he's, but his family, they're privileged. They're privileged because he did all of this horrible stuff in the past. And those sins were supposed to die with the father, but they did not. And Thor, instead of continuing to fighting and continuing to benefit off of uh, his privilege, he let that shit get burnt to the ground. How about that for a message? <laughs> or did you did you miss that? God, I swear. So, on a one to five scale, yeah, I kind of rushed my way. And I think I always rush my way through Thor movies. But to be honest, on a one to five scale, I'm giving this movie a four and a half because I absolutely loved it. It's a 4.5. On the the one yeah the one four point five on the one to five scale I love this movie I absolutely this is where it started where things just went into we can't fuck up mode with Marvel very very pleased with the way this movie turned out so I have uh, given you what I think I cut it a little short because I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about what a freaking week. We have had in comic book news. Now, the whole thing in New Zealand kind of put, I guess it put a damper on the high that I had been feeling because there was a lot of news that came out over the, the last week or so that made me feel like every day felt like Christmas. I think we got it announced that Idris motherfucking Elba was going to be playing Deadshot in the James Gunn reboot of Suicide Squad. Idris Elba. You know, I love you, Will Smith. But if you want to make me a happy lady, give me two hours of Idris Elba. I'll take that any day. So here we are. That was the first gift. You know what? Fuck Christmas, this was Hanukkah. Because every day it was like something else. You know what I mean? Kwanzaa even. Every day, something else. Okay. So then the next big thing I think was, uh, you know, Captain Marvel was continuing on her roll. She was just steamrolling through the box office. So there's that. I think as of this recording, she has passed $760 million worldwide already, which is crazy crazy in fact here in the states and in a domestic here in the states in canada another 69 million which they had tracked her for 70 million so they were only a million dollars off this is two weeks of this movie being out not even two weeks 
this is one week of this movie being out. Yeah, nine days of this movie being out. And look at what she has done. This is crazy. Crazy. So then we had that news. Then I think, boy, what what happened next? God, this I'm telling you, it's been a crazy week. Uh, I think we might have gotten the Endgame trailer. Yes. So Marvel decides, you know, on a Thursday, why the fuck not? And just throw out an Endgame trailer at us. So it's like, what the heck? I'm now got to make a video, a podcast, all this. So that happened. Then we got Shazam saying, Shazam. (laughs) No, Shazam. They say, okay, we're going to give you guys via Fandango early access screening for March 23rd get to it and I hear I have to hurry up and make my reservation for Shazam before that one day shit is sold out and I got all this comic book shit running out of my ears and then what the fuck happens the next day you need me to tell you they announced that James motherfucking gun is coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy this is insane because if you go back to uh and I don't remember oh it was Guardian of the Galaxy 2 it was when I did that watch party how uh, passionate I was about second chances I am so glad that Disney rethought their decision listen to that man realize that he definitely was humbled by by what happened in fact he had already apologized all those years ago for being an idiot and if you go back and look at some things that my dumbass might have said 10 years ago you might find some stupid stuff too but we're not talking about me we're talking about James Gunn so they said that this decision had been made a couple months ago they've been sitting on this for months and they announced it when they did now look I think it was a very classy move to not wait until, say, Shazam came out to make a, this type of announcement. You know, give Shazam a chance to shine. Go ahead and announce it now. Let the fans have their moment because that's what kind of moment a lot of us were having. And then number two, the, the, the number two thing I think we should think about is this could be the movie that kind of bridges the gap. Or this could be the director who kind of bridges the gap between these DC tryhard fans and these Marvel tryhard fans. You can't root against James Gunn. He's doing Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy. And we already know what he can do with Guardians of the Galaxy. You guys ought to be, I ain't saying you guys, because I love DC as well. The tryhards, that's what I'm talking about. You've got a person who has already taken a group of misfits that were relatively unknown and made them into some of the most marketable and lovable characters in the MCU. And I am willing to bet that he can do the exact same thing for Suicide Squad. I'm willing to bet he can do the exact same thing thing and I'm willing to bet that both of these movies will be highly profitable and by highly profitable I'm, I'm talking seven to eight hundred million dollars 
It depends on what they decide what they're going to do with the MCU, Guardians of the Galaxy, what direction they are taking with the Guardians moving forward. And it was supposed to go cosmic. That had already been stated prior to anything about Avengers Endgame that the next phase would show more cosmic entities. And I'm willing to bet that we're going to introduce a lot of the cosmic side of the MCU beginning with Guardians 3. As far as Suicide Squad goes, he's he's building a squad, James Gunn. The script, I'm willing to bet that he does, he works his magic. He's not going to take on a project, not something that is dear to a lot of fans and destroy it. He's not going to do that. James Gunn was offered any character he wanted to work with in the DC stable and he chose the Suicide Squad. He's going to he's going to put his touch on things and keep the ball moving in the right direction because undeniably Wonder Woman, Aquaman and uh, Shazam look like they you know they're moving everything in the correct direction for DC. Everything is moving in the right direction. And I think that it will just continue with the Suicide Squad. And I would love to hear what the, I want to boycott this. And and I want to sit out that. And this was better than this. I want to hear what you got to be angry about next. Some of these people, I swear to God, (laughs) they just really just want something to be mad about. So they take stuff that should be happy moments and just say, fuck it. And I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in your program. And that's what they try to do. But not this time, trolls. Not this time. There's no way you can muck this up. You got a director. He is going to be the Messiah that brings all these fandoms together. And everybody is going to sit around a comic book Christmas tree. Well, not a Christmas tree. A comic book tree. Uh, fire. I don't know shit campfire I don't know okay but we gonna all join hands and sing Akuna Matata no worries for the rest of our days it's a problem free philosophy Akuna Matata man but anyway so just an absolute bad shit crazy week of just going through what it was no lows until the situation that occurred in uh, New Zealand. There were no lows until that moment. Wow. It's like the older I get, the more that type of thing kind of hits me, like hit me in the chest. It's like, how do you, how do you do that? How do you walk into a place of worship while people are praying which means that at this moment they are uh they are the most unprepared for an attack it's not like they they they're sitting there with guns in their laps and are able to defend themselves this is the most defenseless moment that you could catch a person in while they're praying how what kind of fucked hard what kind of person does that? It's just sick. It's just sick to me. 
And I'm not a religious person. I don't subscribe to any one religion. I recognize that everybody has the right to worship how they want to. And as long as they are not infringing upon other people's right to life, worship how you like. We all have the same rights. You got the right to worship. I got the right to not worship. We all have the same rights. Why would you walk into this place and kill these people? And not just killing people, you injured people. And and the people who survived, they are only going to be a shell of themselves. You destroyed a lot of lives, a whole community of people. And for what? To assert that you are better? You're not. Because while these people were defenseless and communing with their higher power, you were out acting like an unhinged animal. That's, that's, That's far from being better. Far from being better. We're going to move on. As a matter of fact, you know, we, we, we've covered uh, Thor Ragnarok. And the, again, that's a great movie. Uh, next week. Oh, my goodness. Is it almost over like that? <laughs> next week is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Except for the post credit scene. We're not going to go into the post credit scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp. We are going to just do the movie. And then, what's that next? That's uh, that's this Friday. Gosh. So this Friday, I'm going to do Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm trying to make sure I got this right in my mind. This Friday, I'm going to do Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then next week, okay, so this week Friday, the 22nd, will be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Next week, Friday, the 29th, will be Infinity War. And then the 30th, I will be recording with uh, Ada Geeks for our collaboration episode, which will likely come out. There's so much happening. I don't know about that being that following Tuesday. I need to look at that because I did say I was going to sit down for a week too, right? (laughs) But gosh, there's so much going on. Isn't that amazing how much is going on? Gosh, it's almost over. Boy, I hope nothing happens to me or you before this fucking movie comes out. If I die before this movie comes out, I am going to kill myself. Goodness. We're almost there, y'all. I'll be going to see Shazam (laughs) this week Friday. Wow. I mean, this week Saturday. I'm sorry. This week, Saturday, I'll be going to see uh, Shazam. And I ain't going to tell y'all nothing about it. (laughs) I'm either going to tell you guys uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. How about that? That, I won't tell you nothing else. Okay, well, like I said, we're going to see where Captain Marvel is this time Friday. And I'm willing to bet that, wow, I didn't think it was going to get this crazy. But this half is going to make it past the billion easy, I think. Wow, it's crazy, ain't it? 
crazy. I know y'all sick of me saying that. This is a crazy week. This crazy shit has gone on. And man, I guess the faster we go to sleep, the faster we wake up, the closer we are to end game, right? Right. So uh, if you'd like to catch up with me in other ways, I'm going to put all my social medias down in the show notes, description box, whatever you want to call it. All my social medias will be down there. I also uh, have a Patreon account. If anybody would like to support financially, you can do that at patreon.com slash after the snap. You can also paypal.me slash after the snap. That is for one-time donations because you don't want to be bothered with the whole monthly thing. I get it. If you like to do it that way, I'd appreciate it. I would also appreciate everybody coming back and joining me for the next installment of the watch party and for uh just other news and good tidbits as a matter of fact check back here routinely because sometimes i just drop mixtapes like in the middle of the week <laughs> um oh shout out to malaysia that's my new country for the week Every week I get somebody new and Malaysia this week it's you if you're if you're listening again this week thanks for coming back hopefully you hang around you stick around and kick it with me for a little while at least until after Avengers Endgame then we're going to see what's what's popping what's popping what's popping for real after that I said a whole bunch of shit that meant absolutely nothing I will catch everybody in the next episode and the next episode will be on the flip so i will catch you on the flip <laughs>